Hello, and welcome to another episode of Chatty Kathy. This is Kathy Prohoff, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to get over the overwhelmed and stressed out version mentality that we're holding on to as moms, trying to be a superhuman, trying to be that super mom that society has told us we must be. If we want it all, we can have it all. We just have to do it all. And I'm here to tell you that this is a bunch of BS and this is what is creating the stress in our lives and we must take our power back, mom. Now, all beliefs that we have, they carry consequences. And in order to change your current stress inside of the overwhelm and the unhappiness, you need to change the way that you're handling your life right now. But then think about When you consider the fact that you have to change the way you're handling your life, it also means that you have to go through different challenges in order to change those current routines. So it's only going to add more problems inside of our mind. So we believe that we can't handle anymore. We're, We're at our capacity of stress and overwhelm. And I get this. And we don't feel that there's any room because we feel like we're going to crumble and crack if we have any more problems. And Yet the only way to change that current state of where we're stuck is by changing what we're doing, our routines. Because by believing this way, we're not, we won't do the thing that's going to change our lives. We're going to stay stuck in the cycles and the patterns that are keeping us stuck. So the problem is this, that the chokehold, the issue, the problem is inside of our current mindset. It's in our current belief system. Now, let me ask you a question. When you chose and you decided, made that decision to start a family and have children, did you also expect life to feel like this? Did you expect it to be a trade-off with feeling like your old version of you before you were mom? What were your beliefs or the facts in having kids? What did you think would happen? Did you think you would lose a sense of your identity, that past identity? Now, obviously, we know becoming a mom changes us. We, we become a mom, obviously. It's, it's a new identity. But did you think in the past that that was going to actually eliminate everything that we, every part of who we were before? Did you think you would lose sight of creating a better life for you by having children? Did you think it had to be a one or the other, that you couldn't have both? Do you think that you would still have to look at your own desires versus theirs and make that decision and that choice? Now, would these thoughts, had you been thinking about them in this way now, would that have changed how you felt about having a family? Now, most of us start a family because we want to create an extension of ourselves. We want to have that abundance of love and and we want to give to someone else inside of our life that is part of us. It's it's. It's such a, a deep sense of being loved and loving in, in an unending and undescribable way. Like the depths are so deep and we want to be able to nurture and, and grow a family to be able to be uh, blessed by and enjoy for years to come. But living like this, in this constant stress and this overwhelm, breaking down your health, your wellness, your mental state at times, feeling rushed and overwhelmed, and the need to show up as that perfect superhuman, is that worth trading in your joy of who you were, your health of who you want to be, and your life as you always had wanted to be in becoming the best version of you? Is it worth that trade-off? How about when you were not in a relationship in the past and you wanted a relationship more than anything else? Now, when you got a relationship or you got into a relationship, 
Did you then think, oh my gosh, there's so much struggles and problems inside of this relationship. I don't want this anymore. Now we assume our situation is supposed to be perfect. We want it all and we then we think, well, if I can't have it all the way I assumed it was going to be when we do achieve it or we have what we said we wanted, then we're unhappy. And therein lies our problem. Now we want to be that perfect mom. And we want to be that perfect worker in our career. We want to be the perfect partner and wife because, hey, face, let's face it, this is what we're told. We're told we can have this. We're told we can have it all. We can be it all. We can be that superhuman, super mom with superpowers that we think everyone else is showing up as. So we see all these other versions of moms and women in our life, and we believe that they're showing up more perfectly than they are we are and they're showing us their best side and so then we judge ourselves based on what we see and we tell ourselves stories that if we're anything short of that we're failing and we can't show others how we're failing not thinking that they're doing the same thing because all we're looking at is ourselves it's a magnified version of looking at ourselves so we find ourselves crying in the shower we find ourselves overly worried about situations outside of our control We find ourselves being easily triggered by the people that we love most in our lives, yelling at the kids, being short with our husband, being unhappy with just the simple joys in our life. We find ourselves falling into a depressive feeling, being overwhelmed and anxious because we're realizing we can't be superhuman. And this is a very disturbing thought when we have it in our mind that we're supposed to be. And the truth is, that as a human being, we'll never be superhuman, no matter how hard we try or how hard we work or how much we want it. But look, as women, we've been told that if we want to have it all, we can, we just have to work and do it all. And then not being able to manage it all the time, we feel we're failures. Can you relate? I'm going to have you consider that no matter what, you can live your best life and you can be your best self And you can be the best version of you to your children, to your spouse, in your work, and to yourself. But simply inside all of these bests, you're never going to be perfect. And you're never going to be superhuman. And I'm going to assume that you've never considered this before. That maybe you never considered you're trying to be more than you can ever be. Because the society teaches us we have to be. We have to be this. Otherwise, you know, we're just being a failure. We're failing ourselves and our loved ones. But they're lying to us. We're told that we need to look the part because we watch these reality TV shows and movies and everything else on in social media. And we see these women that are looking like they have the perfect lives with the perfect bodies and perfect relationships and perfect children and everything's perfect. And we think that we need to align with these perfect super beings. But in reality, it's all a lie. It's a facade. It's not even true. Because again, these are human beings too. It's impossible for any of us to be perfect, but we're living up to that expectation because it's what we are told. But they're all pretending at the end of the day to be perfect. They're all pretending to have it all together. And then when the lights are out and when nobody's watching or where the cameras turn off, then their real story begins. Your story is in front of you every day. It's real. And mom, that's pretty super. But what you're doing is you're comparing it to a fantasy. And in comparing reality to fantasy, there's never going to be any ability to achieve a status quo. Have you ever considered as a mom that you will fail your children? 
Have you ever thought that as a wife that you're going to fail your husband and your marriage? Have you ever thought as a woman in your position, in your career, your work life that you will have failures? Now, I want to be honest with you and clear with you that the answers to the questions above or that I just asked you are the same for every single human being across this globe. I also want to be clear that the answers to these same questions are the same for every single human being. Listen, your thoughts are just thoughts. So the thoughts and the worries and the stresses, mom, these are not your thoughts and worries and stresses. You don't own them. You didn't create them. You are not the first one to have them. 100% guaranteed that every other woman across this globe who is a mother, who is trying to do it all, who is even trying to just be her best, has these same thoughts. They're simply thoughts though, and they're simply worries and stresses of the human mind. Our human mind are all conditioned in the same way. Now, I also want you to understand that these are not your thoughts. The only time they become your thoughts are when you choose to create an emotion around it and a fear based on these thoughts and worries and stresses, which obviously is what's happening inside of our world but you don't own them and they're not yours and they don't have power over you unless you give them the power. And mom, you're not alone in thinking and feeling these. It's like being in the classroom when you were in school and I'm not sure if you relate with this, but I remember thinking I had this question I wanted to ask the teacher or something I didn't understand about the lecture. And I just thought if I raise my hand and I ask this question, I'm gonna sound like an idiot. Everybody else in here probably knows this and what a stupid question. So you know what I do is I keep it to myself and I'd worry to myself and I think I'm such an idiot. Why don't I know this? And what only happened throughout the rest of the class is that I would be so stuck on this one question and telling myself what an idiot I was for thinking this and not knowing it. And then more worried that I didn't ask because now I'm even more behind as the lecture had continued only to find out later when I was brave enough to bring it up to some of the other people or the students in the class and realize that most of them had the same exact question and they had the same exact fear of speaking up and not looking, wanting to look stupid. And had one of us asked, the rest of the class would have been more clear and it probably would have helped the teacher out so much better. And we would have done better on our tests and we would have gotten better grades had we asked these stupid questions. And these thoughts are not our thoughts, but we think we're the only ones that have them. Every one of us have them and you don't own them. Again, they're not yours. And a stressful thought for you might be that you have to choose between taking care of your kids and being a good mom or taking care of your work and being successful inside of your work. Or maybe it's taking care of you and feeling happy and joyful inside of your life and your body. And listen, maybe you're thinking if you choose one of these options and choices, then the others will suffer. If you choose to take care of you, then your work and your family and your kids will suffer. And you choose to take care of your kids and your work and yourself are going to suffer. This is what we're stuck with every single day. We believe that someday I'm going to have the amount of time to give to my children, to myself. Someday I'm going to have the amount of money to give my family everything that they need and want. Or I'm going to think that I'm going to be the best mom to my kids one day because of all the sacrifice that I'm making right now. And then I'm going to be that best mom. Or maybe I'm going to have the time and energy to give to myself so that I can have the life and the body and these other goals that I've always wanted and I've given up 
because I'm now a mom. And in these dreams and these hopes and wishes, when they come true, then I'll be happy. So we put everything on hold. And the truth of that, this will never happen if we don't start to take action on what's important to us today and being very diligent with our time and our priorities and our current stresses by eliminating that overwhelm, by honestly taking ownership of what you have control over you right now. You're responsible of letting go of that stigma of being that superhuman because at the end of the day, mom, you're a unique and loving and emotional and sensitive woman. And there's no one like you. And your family needs you. And your work needs you. And your life needs you. But above all else, you need to be you. Because without you, none of these others can thrive in the best way possible. Now, they could probably get along without you, but it wouldn't be the same. How many times, I want to ask you this question, because I want to, I want you to understand how impactful this question about the thoughts coming in and out of your mind, you not being the owner of these thoughts is. Because we don't actually own the thoughts until we decide to take ownership of them and tying them to an emotion and a belief. So if you've ever thought to yourself, oh my gosh, she pissed me off. You know, another mom pissed you off or another woman or somebody in your life pissed you off. And you're like, I'm going to kill that son of a bitch, right? It's, it's that, that quick, angry thought that we just go to the complete worst case scenario. Now, how many times have you actually followed through with it? (laughs) I'm going to assume and hope, fingers crossed it, that's never happened. So this is actually good news though, mom, because we can have a crazy thought like that. And those thoughts though, they're not yours unless you choose to believe them. But if you believe the thought, then you're also going to stress. Do you see how the connection is? It could it could be less less uh, impactful. If I'm going to kill that son of a bitch. It could just be, oh my gosh, I'm going to fail my kids, or I'm going to fail in my work, or I'm going to lose my job, or I'm not going to be able to pay the bills this month, or I'm going to have this catastrophic uh, episode happen because I can't be perfect. But if you believe that thought, then it grows and it becomes stressful, which is what's happening right now. And in order to stop looking at what's wrong because that's what your brain wants to do it wants to look at what's wrong it's it's what our primitive brain is really conditioned to do by nature but guess what we also have the ability to stop thinking that we have to step out of that software that's been embedded in our brain and we have to make a decision and it's truly that first step mom it's making a decision that says my life you know, it's too valuable and life at the very base is too short to suffer. I'm going to have pains and sufferings in my life. But if I choose to sit in these emotions and these stresses and these feelings and these fears, then I'm suffering a lot more than I need to. And all that is, is the fear and the worry and the doubts that create the thoughts that we choose to believe. And this creates our suffering. Now, let me ask you something. What if you did not have the thoughts, those thoughts that you're running through your head all day long? What if you didn't have them? What if you didn't wake up each and every day and worry that you're not going to get it all done or worry that you're going to fail in your work or you're going to be a weak role model to your kids or you're going to fail in your relationship, you're going to get a divorce? What if you didn't have all these thoughts and these fears? Wouldn't it be freeing? Wouldn't you feel free? Don't you feel a sense of lightness just considering it right now? I know I do. 
and I know I did. And, and honestly, they're simply habits that we've created. We fall into these thoughts when we're allowing ourselves to fall into certain identities or ways of understanding what we've told ourselves, who we are. So the strongest force inside of our personality is the need to be consistent to how we define ourselves or how we identify ourselves, the reality about our identity. What have you said about yourself in the past? I know I used to say, I'm shy, I'm quiet, um, I'm nice, I'm a nice person, I'm a people pleaser. I've said all these things before and it made me feel very humble and good about myself. And I want to talk about why, why this was and why this is and why you have your own sense of identity. You currently define yourself as that stressed out and overworked mother right now, right? Unless you take control today, today, not tomorrow, not next week, not next year, but take control today and change that you're going to keep living up to the standards of being a busy, stressed out and overwhelmed mom. Now I'm not saying you're not going to be a successful, happy, joyful, good role model mom. I'm saying you've got to let go of the standards of busy, stressed out and overwhelmed. Identify and, and create a new identity of how we see outside of everything, how we see ourselves outside of everything. So let me give you an example. If you're trying to lose weight and you, you say to yourself, oh, I've been on this diet now. I've been following it for a week. So good. I've been on it for seven days. Now, why would we be counting how, day, how many days we've been on it or how many weeks or how long we've been following this diet or this program? Well, the truth is, is that we count the time so that we can then tell others about it later when we stop. So it's not going to last. We're not identifying. We're not creating an identity with that. We're just seeing how long we can count the days to be in this plan. Do you get that? The identity of the habits have, have not changed. They have not shifted. So let me give you an example again about your current identity. So let's say you set your thermostat in your house to 69 degrees. Okay, so that 69 degrees is going to be relevant to your current comfort zone, where you're currently comfortable in your life. Now, this is not your goal of being your happiest or your most successful. It's just your comfort zone. It's probably most likely where you're at right now. You're comfortable where you're at. So this is where you've set your set point, but you're not happy here. So it's not your goal. That 69 degrees would be considered where you are now in terms of your weight or your fitness level, your relationships, your work, your role as a mom, your role as a woman, and all the relationships in your life because that's your current comfort zone. It's what you know and it's where your set point is. It's not your goals. It's not your best. It's not what you really want to achieve. It's simply that, the comfort zone, okay? So it's a place that you're most comfortable in and it's a place you know. You're just, you know what to expect here. There's no surprises, all right? So what happens now if all of a sudden the temperature in that room drops to 64 degrees? Now the computer in your brain clicks in and says, what the heck? This is not okay. I'm not comfortable. I must change this. I'm going to bring it back to where I'm comfortable again. And I'm going to heat up again till I'm 69 degrees. Now the complete opposite can happen too, where you can start to do better in areas of your life that you're comfortable in. So maybe you drop weight or you start to get fitter or you start to make more money or you start to achieve more status or create more success inside any area of your life and all of a sudden now, your temperature starts to increase. So instead of 69 degrees, now you drive up to 75 degrees and then maybe 80 degrees and then now you're up to 90 degrees and then 95 degrees and then all of a sudden something in your brain kicks in and panic sets in and says, wait a minute, 
this is not where I'm comfortable, way up here. You're not supposed to be way up here. You're supposed to be someone who's at 69 degrees. And that's your identity. So what you do is you pull back and you drop what you're doing and you pull back in areas and you fall back to where you think you're most comfortable. And that means you stop trying to work harder or smarter. You stop exercising as often or as hard as you were before. And you maybe start to indulge in more foods along the way. And you're telling yourself, well, it's okay. I've done so much already. How many times have you done that? It's like that set point in your weight. No matter what you do over the years, if you have an identity at that weight that you've always been, You've always been the most comfortable. It's not your goal weight again. It's just where you're comfortable and where your standards meet your identity. That's where you're going to come back to time and time again. Your thermostat resets to 69 degrees. So the current thoughts that you have in your mind right now are keeping you at your set point. But what about when you're born? when your child's born, when someone is a newborn baby, what is the potential of that baby when they're born? What are they capable of achieving as a new baby? Now, obviously the answer is limitless. It's unlimited in our human potential, especially when we're a baby, there's anything we can achieve. And your potential is whatever you want it to be, but this is what happens. As we grow up, we go through conditioning processes that teaches us what to have in in order to be a certain way. We have to think a certain way and we have to act a certain way in order to have the love and the respect that we truly desire. And this usually comes from the source of love that we crave most when we're growing up. And it's usually an adult in our life that we want to please the most. So if we have a mother and a father, usually it's one or the other that we want to please more. We want to give all of our attention on pleasing this version of this. For For me, it was my dad. And what I was expected to do in order to please my dad was to be pleasing in all areas. And what he expected from me as his daughter in life, I was expected to be kind and polite and respectful and obedient and a hard worker. And I was expected to never complain and never expect too much for myself and never ask for too much and just be thankful for what I was given without needing to ask or want for anything more. And if I didn't, if I didn't live up to these expectations from my dad, I would experience his deep disapproval, his unhappiness, the punishments from him being grounded, being punished and being disappointed in myself because he was disappointed in me. So now as an adult, I find myself when I'm trying to do more and be more than just a happy girl who is everything she needs and desires and it will be disappointed and receive disapproval and punishment because of that if I don't meet those standards of just being kind and just being nice and not expecting more. So what I do is I continue to resort to that falling back into that childhood mind of not wanting more than I need and not needing more than I have and not punishing for more than I think I should deserve or pushing for more than I think I should deserve, I should say. So that version of me wants more for my life when I have that other identity pops up and when I want to create more success in my life and I want to do more. What I'm doing is I'm having these two identities battle it out and I'm up against that disapproving self, that childhood self, and then I fall back into the patterns of sabotaging the efforts of this new goal that I'm trying to achieve so that I could keep falling back to that current temperature, that set point. You found yourself doing this over and over again. You want a specific goal and then you try to get to it and your current, your, your childhood set point brings you back down and keep finding yourself going back to where you started and it's frustrating 
Now, if I choose to change the identity to someone who is going to succeed, no matter what, no excuses, no holding back, then I'm going to choose to continue to take action that's going to create my success in my life. And I'm going to continue to overcome that set point in my life and create a new set point from a new identity. And this identity has to be different than the childhood identity. Can't be the same version of me because that's going to keep bringing me back to the same set point. You get it? But when I challenge these current set points, I get stressed out. Stress comes up start to feel stress emerge and it's in finding out how your body and your mind react to the stress. Now that was my first step. When I started to realize I was breathing in my chest, I was breathing very shallow, then I would have a panic attack later because I wasn't even breathing right. I didn't get enough oxygen to my body. My body was fighting for oxygen and I noticed my body was tense, my shoulders were in my ears, my fists were clenched, my whole body was tight. And once I started to pinpoint that, how stress how I felt stress in my body. Once you can pinpoint how you're feeling the stress, then you can start to ask yourself, wait a minute, where's the stress coming from? Because sometimes we don't even know we're getting stressed out. We don't even know the situation and the scenario of how we're reacting. Like our our body reacts before our mind catches up. All right, so you have to get clear on how do I I feel the stress? How do I know I'm stressed in my body? Because once you can see that there's stress and where that's coming from, then you can see this as simply a thought. You can tell myself, oh my gosh, that's a stupid, silly, stressful thought. I didn't even realize I was thinking that or I didn't realize that that was in in my brain or psyche right now. And, And you're trying to form an identity with me and it's just a thought. I can let it go just as easy as it came in, right? So if you want to succeed inside of your life, inside of your goals, inside of your roles, as a mom, as a worker, as a woman, as a sexy woman, feeling and looking your best too, and your rules and your goals, you have to start to master your mind. And the way to master your mind is to question, question the thoughts that you've been accepting and stressing about, those normal worries that you keep allowing in question them. You can only feel the feelings of the stress if you don't question the thoughts, right? If you question them and you release them, then they're gone. So is being a stressed out, overwhelmed and unhappy mom, your core identity? Like, is this the woman that you know you are at your heart and soul? It's the woman you were meant to be? Yes or no? I'm going to consider you saying no, because I don't think any of us wants to be that version. And I want you to consider when you do think these thoughts that I'm a stressed out mom, I have no control, I'm overwhelmed, I'm unhappy. Where's this gonna end? And I want you to notice how do these thoughts make you feel about yourself? They don't feel very good. So I want you to consider when you do think these thoughts that I'm a stressed out mom, I'm overwhelmed and I'm unhappy. How do these thoughts make you feel about yourself? Chances are it's going to slow you down, right? It's going to make you pull back and it's going to make you feel overwhelmed. And that overwhelm just makes you stop. You stop taking care of you. You stop taking care of your priorities. And you just start rolling and letting life take over. And you stop taking care of the things in your life that you want most. Let me ask you this. What if these thoughts did not exist? What if you did not know the thoughts of being stressed out, overwhelmed, and unhappy mom. If you truly never had these thoughts ever again, and if they came into your mind and you tell yourself, oh, that's such an old-fashioned version, oh my gosh, it's so stupid, and you let it go just as quickly, what would be different? How would you be acting that's different than the actions that you're taking now? 
So how do we change this so that we can actually stop thinking these thoughts that are limiting and then recreate and change them and swap them out with action steps and choices that are going to help us be better. Now, the simple way to change that, I'm going to give you a little tip, is to get yourself from that moment you realize you're in stress to getting out of it. You give yourself a 90-second window. So you can't stay in it very long. It's got to be a shift. So you have to identify it, you have to understand it, and you have to get out of it. So inside of the 90 seconds, you, again, understand how it's affecting your mind and in your body. And then you tell yourself, hey, that's just a stupid thought. That's old fashioned, has no bearing on me. You almost laugh at it. It's like, ha ha, stupid thought. And then just as instantly as that thought comes in, you must let it go. But in letting it go, you have to replace it with something else or you're going to keep coming back to it. All right. So you have to replace it. What do you replace it with? Something that you're grateful for. What are you most grateful for in your life right now? Now, do you take time every day to write these down? I'm going to encourage you to do this practice if you're not, because you have to know what to swap that thought with. It has to be something that feels good. You can replace that old fashioned thought that now has no bearing on you with a grateful thought that you can live in and accept and grow with because that's what you want to hold and you want that to be nurtured and grown. So in order to change the reality of the stressed out and overwhelmed and unhappy mom, you're going to have to face your fears. I know this is something you don't want to hear, but you have to understand this is a must. There's no other way around it. You must face those fears and you will have to walk into the unknown. The best thing is that we have moms doing this together as a group in the Superstar Elite program. You have to understand that the visions and the dreams of the successful you and the future that you want are only being limited right now by the thoughts and the fears that are keeping you hostage and keeping you stuck and staying that stressed out and overwhelmed and unhappy you. You have to shift your identity of that person. It has to take over. That stronger version has to take over as you begin to feel stressed and overwhelmed. What other identities or personalities do you have? Now, he says, I used to feel I was shy. I was introverted. I didn't talk very much. So I identified with this these words, these labels that I gave on myself. And that's how I acted all the time. But then I started to realize what I was with people that I was close to, that I was kind of sarcastic. I could be funny. I can make people laugh. I could be a badass. I could be kind of tough and I can push for things that are out of my comfort zone. So I started to identify with other personalities inside of me. So what do you have inside of you right now? Do you have a playful side? Do you have a more serious side, an emotional side? Maybe a sarcastic side? Maybe that badass self, a serious side? Well, what is it? Now here's the challenge, because we generalize ourselves when we're stuck with these thoughts and we relate to that overwhelmed and stressed out and unhappy mom. Every time, that's what we do. But we're not really saying these things when we have these thoughts, right? We're not saying, I'm stressed out, overwhelmed and unhappy mom. We're not saying that. What we're saying is that old version of that childhood version of, I'm not selfish, I take care of children, Uh, my family who I am responsible for can count on me no matter what, I am a loving and I'm a giving person, I'm respectful, I'm honorable, and I don't want my family to feel hurt or threatened by my lack of love and attention to them. That's what we're saying when we're reverting to the stress that overwhelmed unhappy mom. We're literally saying, I'm giving, I'm good, I'm kind, I'm pure. And you are, mom. 
But you don't have to be overwhelmed, stressed, and unhappy to be that. You don't have to be unhappy and good. That that's not that's not the rule. That's not that doesn't go together. But we've taught ourselves that it must because we're putting that old identity with this version of us that we don't really know what to do with. So what I want you to understand is that we came up with this identity from the past childhood experiences and the conditionings. And again, that version of us is only relates to the woman that is feeling stressed out. And the woman that feels stressed out and unhappy can never achieve the roles of becoming her best self. You won't. You can't have one with, without, with the other. It doesn't work. You can't feel overwhelmed, unhappy, and stressed out all the time and still become your best self and reach your goals and your desires and be the best role model to your kids and have your kids be proud of you and have an amazing relationship with your husband and have a best marriage and have people, your kids, everybody in your life proud of you and want to live up to your best achievements because what you're doing is focusing on becoming the best version of you inside of your work, inside of your marriage, inside of your life, inside of your relationships, inside of your world. But listen, in order to do this, you have to stop and shift your identity and stop thinking the limiting thoughts that are holding you hostage to, what is it, that overwhelmed, overworked, and unhappy mom? She needs to die. She needs to be reborn. You have to choose an identity that is going to run your life. Now, if that stressed out, overwhelmed, and unhappy mom continues to live and run her life, then what type of role model does that look like to your kids? What kind of woman does that show up for to your husband and your marriage? What type of woman does that show up for in work? How about in every area of your life? Because when you're stressed out, overwhelmed, and unhappy, what does that woman look like? You can still be loving, You can still be very giving and humble and pure and take care of your needs inside of the rules without being that stressed out version. You can be good without feeling bad. I hope this gave you something to strive for today, mom, in shifting this identity. And I thank you, as always, for listening in, learning to put yourself first so that once you put that oxygen mask on you, you can then administer life, joy, and oxygen to those in your life. Thank you, Mom. See you in the next podcast.